Radio Mega Golem is brought to you by Mega Golem Incorporated for the purposes of education and illumination. Once upon a time, as my loathing for a subspecies of the art world known as the curator grew and grew, I philosophized a lot about the nature of art. Is it at all possible to define what art is or means? If so, who would benefit from such a definition? The more I thought about it, the closer I got to the very roots of human culture. Initially, art was tied in with magic, which was tied in with life itself. The closest I could get to forming my own personal definition follows as instigating magical change through aestheticized personal expression thereby enhancing the experience of life. Whether this just rang true as a justification for my own disdain for soulless postmodern intellectual art, or if it actually works as a general definition, I do not know. But it made me think of the possibilities involved. So much of primordial art consists of integrated talismanic essence. If art needs to be magical to be art, and magic always inherently expresses itself through art, then it is just a matter of being conscious or subconscious in the execution. The classic concept of the golem arose from the depths as I first associated the word talisman with jewelry, smaller objects and sigils on surfaces among other things. But contemplating this notion on the grand scale in which externalized forces actually come alive and move about is sometimes more alluring than the miniature world. However, other conflicting aspects soon intruded. Tangibility versus intangibility. Where so much of contemporary art is produced in order to be not only tangible and visible, but also commodified for various markets, I thought it would be interesting to create art that is intangible and invisible yet can still move about and manifest change. I can vividly remember how I was greatly affected by Gustav Meyrink's classic novel The Golem in my youth. The trilogy by Paul Wegner and Henrik Galin from the 1910s The Golem, Monster of Fate, The Golem and the Dancing Girl and the Golem, How He Came Into the World, was truly mind-boggling stuff that helped solidify a romanticized pop notion of what a magical golem being is. 
and it did so on par with Dr. Frankenstein's more well-known creation. But Meyrink's book contains deep implications beyond the merely fantastic. Integrated within a modeled narrative are dreamscapes, multiple or interchangeable personalities, an upheaval of linear time, a reverence for the hermaphroditic and distinct magical thinking. The golem itself thereby becomes more than a feared mythological projection in history. Instead, it is a representation of a dynamic human psyche that exists outside the confinements of order and waking rational rigidity. Essentially, this representation is what art should be a projection out of or from, at least according to my own definition. To this end, I realized that I, I wanted to create a soulful mega golem to act as a counterforce to postmodern intellectualism and commodified tangible surfaces. In 2011, British artist Vicky Bennett invited Cotton Ferox, that is, Thomas Tibbert and me, to make a piece of music for a program called Radio Broadcast. As we had already been experimenting with magically charged texts within the confines of charged music, this turned out to be a very natural progression. The difference being that this project would become the first Mega Golem official transmission. The text was written as the first investment in the corpus. In this case, the Mega Golem's cock and balls. A suitable place to begin when creating something. I wrote the text, recorded it and integrated it in the Cotton Ferox album and film a Mega Golem official. A Mega Golem official. The following is an official Mega Golem broadcast transmission of Cock and Ball's presence and a declaration of moral independence in the digital ether. May the Mega Golem live long and prosper. I'm envisioning time right now. Time is slow moving, a soft staccato when we watch it, like the slow motion of the film and television segments we have grown to love. We only see parts of the image flow we're supposed to in our mechanical sensory hegemony, and our minds try to patch together the fragments and make a new, more or less cohesive sequence. One that appears to be slow, regardless of whether the measured time from beginning to end is the same or not. Measuring doesn't in any way indicate or display objective truth. Measuring is just a language in itself for those who speak Meshurian. Remember, for instance, in the old days, 
Sports used to be a competition between individuals or teams of individuals. Today it is very much a self-righteous romance of measurement frenzy. Fractions of measured items and units are compared. Achievement is no longer a human trait or triumph, but rather something that receives existence by the measurement and integration into the technology of statistics. Are we robots? Are we not? Well, they certainly are. Let us therefore measure no more. The proof is not in the pudding, any more than size matters. What matters is charge and discharge, passion, contrast, conflict, energy, ejaculation, emission, the strength of the moment in its own dissolving. There are no more supernovas or black holes in the universe, only an endless multicolored flow of energy that is a reflection of subjective truth. What's not to love about that? In fact, you can absolutely be that dissolved moment yourself. Please take some time, the slow kind, and think about it. People seem happy to talk about the concept of the attention span, but then they immediately forget why. If one more advertising campaign tells me that its product can simplify my life, I will have to decline the offer with force. Nothing complicates more than new simplifications. Do you want simplicity? Well, begin by discarding all those simplifying tools. Want an attention span? Well, stop thinking about it. Want more time? Well, cease your agenda chopping. Want a slower time? Well, do less. Time and time again, timeless times, philosophers have suggested remedies. They're all good in their own peculiar way. To do less doesn't mean that, literally or necessarily, but just do less in the contemporary manner that fragments your vision into tiny pieces, all measurable, of course, and instead do more in painting a bigger picture, your own picture. Reclaim your own mind and everything will be totally fine. You will be disillusioned and slightly bitter, of course, because you will realize that you have wasted exactly what you have now reclaimed, time. However, in the end, nothing matters. But until then, some things do. Your own mind, for instance, and your own time. So, okay, freedom is actually here now. It's a joy, a blessing, an existential goodie bag of options. Will is here too. Hi Will, how are you? Doing well, I hope. Actually, I know you're doing well, and I'm happy about it. 
we're meshed in the afternoon and around the clock of measured time. And of course, outside the circles of that other time too. Love lifts us up where we belong. So many options. So many potions. Diligence has paid off. Doubt. Perseverance has paid off. Persecution. I am now in a position which is blessed. Fully integrated in a mega golem's cock and balls. What a magnificent privilege. There will be others in the same position after me, I'm sure. But right now it does feel like a genuinely pioneering exploration of possibilities. My will be done. My will in the mega golem's cock and balls. Righty-ho, here we come. The writing is red and the reading is right. Never have I been able to express myself any better than in that little sentence. It's like a prison sentence of an immeasurable freedom. A sui generis je ne sais quoi of a fait accompli that really sums me up. If I could tap and sell that, I would be a gazillionaire. But of course, it's neither tappable or for sale, and I like that. And I'm still a gazillionaire of sorts. Which brings us to pecuniary possibilities. They overflow. I am amazed. Have money? Here I am. Thank you very much. I'm polite and grateful and you have just been in contact with someone you probably needed to be in contact with. Simple as that. Every situation is a potential win-win situation and that's why the pecuniary flow passes through me but also leaves a staggering residue of affluence and a more than enoughish taint. Best to invest with zest at my own behest. Now, what exactly is it that I do? Am I in the right position? Well, I look and see and then I recount in my own way. This has happened, take it or leave it. I used to think this was escapism or a psychological emotional fulfillment, but it's not. It's about making a contribution to the unlimited collage, the quantum quilt, that is the overall human existence on this planet and in this omniverse. History writing in four or even more dimensions. Yes, I write, I read, I cast an occasional spell, I aspire, I inspire, I take pictures, I make pictures like reflection surfaces, I am the mega golem's cock and balls, a really privileged position to be in I should add, and I enjoy it more than I dare to even admit, probably for superstitious reasons. 
the activities and methods are fine and decidedly well modeled. A nice and functioning structure on the whole and in the whole. The applications and implementations are being retuned and refocused with great success. Diligence, perseverance, the ability to move slowly at a fast play pace, self-discipline, honesty, etc. The usual suspects and ingredients are present. The words affix themselves to the worlds. The worlds filter themselves through the words. The images are parts of the imagination, the nations of images, all seeking each other out like grounded magnets, polarities, or cruising sybarites of the night. If we stop and look, we can see a pattern. Others can too, and are certainly willing to pay dearly for the privilege. Thank you very much. The pattern is a mind pattern, and that pattern is mine. Imagination is the essence of the apprehension of truth that includes possibilities and makes every situation a potential win-win situation. Come to think about it, imagination is the only truth, with dreams a close sniffing second. A brother in arms in the war against mechanical minds and the slaves of measurement and the slaves of their own uncut umbilical cords of empiricism. Fuck them until they fall asleep. Fuck them until they wake up. That's the task of the mega golems cock and balls. To impregnate them with what they fear most a reflection of themselves and everything they have denied themselves. Thank you very much. But please, let's not be dogmatic about it, not polemical. Many of those who have trod in similar shoes before have failed because of the dogmatic polemical aspects the needs in themselves to compensate for their own essentially weak egos and neuroses. Much better to set a good example of self-preservation and success, and so much more enjoyable than to rant away mechanically until no one cares to listen. The mega golems cock and balls, ever ready, hard and fertile. The orifices of your own ears have just been penetrated, and it felt quite good, right? Another time, another orifice. That's my motto now. Free will, free love, responsibility to the responsible, and good times all around. Adieu, adieu. Parting is such sweet sorrow. But it's not a parting per se. It's only a parting of the veil. It's a new opening, a new orifice. It's just a temporary farewell, a little rest before the new battles begin, and new mind fields are ploughed. We can patch up the fragments now and slow things down, acting fast while appearing totally and irrevocably still. Still moving. Still. 
life. Not long after this message, film and spoken word piece were finished, Cotton Ferox played in Warsaw, Poland. Knowing that this meant an excellent opportunity to go full throttle with the butterfly effect via sonic amplification, I decided to give birth to the actual mega golem being. Before this, I had also extended invitations to artists I knew were perceptive enough to understand the concept. I told them that if they wanted to, they could contribute a piece of art, of any kind, to the Mega Golem. It could be a thought, a sentiment, or a piece of its multi-gender hermaphroditic body. It could be visible, invisible, or indivisible. They needed not even tell me about it. With the film being projected on stage and Thomas Tibbert and Dr. Saraza creating suggestive soundscapes behind me, I put on my red plastic devil mask and entered the birth pangs by reading the following poem. Mega Golem Birth Mega Golem, here you are. Mega Golem, bright new star. Growing stronger by the day. Growing longer here to stay. Limbs of force and fury too. No remorse, one love or two. Art by art, piece by piece. You are smart and still at ease. Mega Golem, do your thing. Mega Golem, in the swing of things to come that is to be. Feared by some, revered by me. So it is done. And indeed it was. I felt elated, excited, aroused and intensely satisfied. Now it was beyond my control and what a wonderful feeling. I had set the creature in motion, willfully charged and I could no longer perceive it with my own senses and sensibilities. The Mega Golem was born. Some of my artist friends got in touch with me to learn more. A few of them let me know that they had indeed created something for the Mega Golem, but didn't want to tell me what exactly, which was perfectly fine with me. The project had already turned into a psychic, trans-dimensional, exquisite corpse, and I could feel another contribution was forthcoming. The following Cotton Ferox concert, in Stockholm in May 2014, offered another chance to go beyond the predictable spoken word experience and instead ejaculate more, go more golemic seeds. As there was already a cock and balls and life, there needed to be a continued breathing process. I put on the devil mask again and indulged in the following. 
heart set free. Breath. Heed the letters. Heed the books. Heed the money. Feed the looks. A web of wonders near and far. A clearer picture of who we are and can become. The is to be and will become the life in me. Open up the doors of markets. Open up the doors of art. Open up the doors of mind frames. This is just a hum humble start. The trap is dissolved and art set free for those involved, both you and me. In it goes and out it comes, multiplying possibilities. Disinformation, disinterest, disintegration, disposability, dissemination, distribution. Into the world we come, and it feels good. So mote it be. Suddenly, the mega golem not only existed, but started breathing regularly, still out there and seeing all the worlds and dimensions. The next key ingredient of its system should then be the ability to not only live mechanically and predictably, but also to appreciate and enhance life by creativity. It needed libido. This was manifested in the spring of 2016, again in Warsaw, and again embraced by the sonorous safety of Cotton Ferox. No devil mask this time around, but still in the same spirit. Unfolding for Vanessa. Libido. Rising up from the dead, the sleeping, resting, waiting. Once again in material form, temporarily in transit, waiting to be delivered yet again. Welcome the possibilities, anointed with witch's oil, a sublime transdimensional expression of love. Welcome back, may it unfold in a life-enhancing way for us both and for all involved. One step at a time will fix desire. It constrains the mobility of desire. There are no existential safety nets when you don't exist. Bring it on, as always, unfolding, enhancing, uniting, creating in the best possible way. Occupy both and all positions at once. Let's applaud being too privileged for what has already been eternal thanks for what is eternal thanks for what is yet to come eternal thanks gratitude is sometimes not enough but it is a currency that matters in the big picture of life being blessed should not be taken for granted or lightly
time breaks down barriers as we break down the barriers of time. The wheel continues, a hypnagogic triumph, a hypnopompic truth, a ruse, total illusion, a simile, an edge that pierces the crust. It eludes us and instills within us all that we need to know, to dare, to will, and to be silent. Shortly after this, an important contribution came in from an external source. The talented American occult philosopher and writer Cadmus sent in a poem for my annual occultural journal, The Fenris Wolf. This poem vitalized the Megagolem as such, giving the creation a healthy and steady heartbeat. I reinforced the poem by reading it out aloud on the launch evening for the publication in London in September of 2016. A Fragment of Heart, a Contribution to the Mega Golem by Cadmus. Something stirs where once rivers flowed, where the ghosts of trees rest unremembered. Something wakens from concrete once mossy banks and blinks. It cherishes how the crows used to gossip in the branches, just so, and the stones of the river, river winked with hidden quartz. It shelters the echoes of days without time, when walks went on forever, and we watched clouds play tag with our backs bruised with grass stains, something smiles, where slim stalks will grow and angry voices will rise in joy to demand life for the earth, the voiceful wind. The wine-dark sea and the shivering wave the silken sky once more. Something remembers the songs we will strike like bonfires in the fields at the end of history. You can hear its voice calling us together, hidden in the folds of the breeze, in the corners of the night when no tread paces. Golem, it asks, call me hope. This is where the Mega Golem now resides in time and space, alive, vital, sexual and willful. To my knowledge it currently has one penis and two vaginas, lucky creature. I have no idea where or when this will end. I actually suspect it never will. It definitely contains my charges and possibly others too. Should you ever encounter the Mega Golem, be courteous. It may, someday, contain a part of you too, extended into the realms of magic, fantasy and dreams. That is, into the sphere of the ultimately real.
You have just listened to Radio Mega Golem, episode number two, with Carl Abrahamson. If you would like to support Radio Mega Golem or Mega Golem Incorporated, please visit www.patreon.com slash Vanessa 23 Carl. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.